everybody it's that time of the week again bitch welcome to another exciting episode is it though of old school new school comedy podcast and i am your trash talking host christy miller and with me this week is a good friend of mine he's up and coming he's about to blow up he's great and it's nice that he'll still talk to me after he becomes all this big shit and then He'll look down on me as a peasant, like you old raggedy veteran comic who didn't make it, piece of shit, white girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy has got a special coming out soon called I Wish It Was a Joke. He's on his fourth season of Power. He'll be playing the fourth black guy on the left in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there you go. <laughs> I this, love is, it. this is my new friend in the whole world. Super funny. I love him. This is Sharif Johnson. Thank you. Thank you. That was a beautiful intro. That was very beautiful. I give good intro. Oh, man, you do it. You do it. That was a great good one. Intro, homie. That was one of the best. That was one of the best intros. I want to walk in the house every day and hear an intro. That will make me excited to come home. Right? <laughs> nah, thank you, though. Welcome thank to the front that. door. This guy. <laughs> Welcome to the front door. This guy's amazing. He's going to blow up. Blah, blah, blah. He's about, he's about to go in the kitchen and make something to eat. Give it up for Sharif Johnson. <laughs> so corny. I'm sorry. No, that was great. That's not corny. That's uh, I adore you. I think you're so funny, and you're just amazing. So, um... And Tell I feel the same too. You're hilarious. Yes, I do. I, do. <laughs> I know you I do. do. You know how it works. If you didn't like me, your ass would not be sitting in that Absolutely. chair next to me because I don't fuck around with bullshit. Right, right. I'm too you, old for the shit. You yeah, know? I don't have time. Yeah, yeah. But that's what that's what I love about you. You're so <laughs> you're so straightforward. You shoot straight from the hip, yep. and you're funny as hell. So I rock. I love. And you're a great person. It's all the ingredients. You got all the ingredients. All the ingredients to fail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> so tell me how, and tell everybody out there, how yeah. long have you been doing stand-up now? I've been doing stand-up now. This year will be my ninth year in stand-up. Yeah, about nine years. Uh, and if you really, to be honest with you, we can't really count that pandemic year. Because nobody was really doing stand-up. I was busier in the pandemic. God, I was headlining three shows a week. Outside? Half hour, no, on Zoom. Okay, I was going to say. Half hour shows. So, I wrote my album on Zoom. Brutally yours on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you stream. Oh, that's a good blog right there. I, wanna, I just want to add to that. I couldn't Google everything she just said. That was funny. That's so, <laughs> my shameless I'm gonna. Do you want to keep it clean, too? Well, no, you didn't keep I, it. I just, I, what? Yeah. <laughs> what am I, Sinbad? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was so clean, his brain died. Sin <laughs> <laughs> bad memory. <laughs> I'm so horrible. You are. Sin bad, please, man. No, we love Sin We love you. And we you do. know, when you roast. Yeah, that's love. That's love. That's love. That's love. When I ignore you, it means I do not like exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. I think Sin bad would appreciate he that. He would. Yeah. I'd have to clean it up, though. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Star Search. Star Search. <laughs> But, but yeah, I was doing it during the pandemic though. I uh, I did the Zoom shows too. I got booked a lot on them, but I did not like them. I didn't. But I could see how you come up with an album because it made you you're you're a hustler. So it made you probably sit down and you had a lot of time to think of all the stuff you had already and kind of put it out there and, and go. You know, I have enough for an album because you definitely did. So I for that you, album in four months. Yeah, for you. But you had. That's what but I'm I've saying. had years of material. I've been yes. in this for 190 yeah. years. So you're professional. But the thing is, is that like with Zoom, I was able to cheat because all they see is from the chest up. Right, right, right. So right, right below the the computer was all my notes, and I don't take notes. You know, I'm horrible. I have no. I have a set list in mind. I go on stage. Something happens in the crowd. It all goes out the window. Yes. Yeah. And and I just fly by the seat of my pants. I'm, yeah. I'm a master of not having anything ready. Yeah. Or not figure out I don't want to talk I don't even know what I want to talk about tonight and then just go up for 20 minutes I'm just wrote same exact way you know it's I don't have you know it's I have that gift thank God but um 
But with Zoom, I was able to like take notes yes. and, and like tweak things and write it down as I was doing it. Right. But also too, you know, I'm a ham. Right, right. So if there's a light like this yeah, yeah. and a little red light, if I see one face in a box, I'm on. Yeah, yeah let's like, do 45, man. Yeah, yeah. We'll entertain that box. Yeah, yeah, just talking, just talking. Which yeah. again, I, I felt, the like I said, I got a lot of stuff off. But that the reaction, like the crowd reaction and the Zoom reaction, are two different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it, it almost felt like you, I don't know if you you go live too, right? On on social media, it felt a little like live, like you're talking, but you're not looking for a reaction when you talk. That's what Zoom felt like for me. When I'm uh, when I'm doing stand up, I want to hear the audience. Like, are they receiving this? Are they do they like that? Did they not like that? Did they understand? You know what I mean? Yeah, I Zoom, I'm just like, whatever, man. Yeah, but, but I go on stage, I don't give a fuck. But, no, I don't I don't give a shit. But the thing is for me that was hard on Zoom was the physicality. Right. Because you know I get very physical. Yeah, same. I fall down, I jump off things, you know, oh. and I'm all over the place. Right. So trying to do that shit, certain jokes I wrote during the pandemic were just, I knew they were throwaways. Right, 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 right. They were gonna have about a shelf life of six months to a year. And once we got out of pandemic, I never wanted to talk about it again, because yeah. I was done. Me I was, I was talked out. And then when people, it kills me, I don't know about you. Mm -hmm. it, it just wears me out when I hear someone go, you know, in the pandemic, it was like this. Shut up, nobody cares anymore, we're done. Bob, we're, we're done. done bitch. Asian people don't wear masks no more, so you know. Oh no, they always did. <laughs> I used to wonder yeah, that's back because in the they're day. cleaning your nails, of course they were. No, but like, no, because there's eight million of them on a train. <laughs> they know they're all dirty, yeah. you know? <laughs> you know, so even if you go down Canal Street, even before, like 10 yeah, years yeah, before, yeah. I'd be like, why are they wearing masks? But it's like, because of the allergens in the air, yeah. the pollutants. Yeah. You know, there's 400 million of them in one apartment, you know. Right. God bless them, you know, and they they don't give a fuck. Right. And it's like, listen to them. They're way ahead of us. Definite. Def they're way ahead of us. Definite. I mean, they're TikTok. Those kids are regulated. Yes. They can only watch, like, educational stuff, mm -hmm. like how to play piano or science or math, anything that's going to educate them and empower them and build them up to be. And then they send the, the BS to America. In America, we don't have any regulations. No. We're like the Jerry Springer of country. Right, right, of them, right. You know? yeah. Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> we're, we're watching people prank people and get shot. We're watching we're people watching, fall down. We're watching somebody run for president who may run for president from jail. That can only happen in America. America. Yeah, and and who and he'll win because he went to jail. Yeah, and only, only in America, yeah. which I appreciate. He's the king of losing. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, but people <laughs> resonate because they're all pieces of shit. Right, right. That's all it right. is. I know. It's like, oh, he's a scumbag like me. Oh, right, like, right. That means it validates their bullshit, so they could keep acting on their bullshit. Right. And it's so funny that who knew America needed a law on the books to say if you're been indicted 91 times you are not allowed to run for president right. if you have a criminal you can't even vote get a you can't even get a job with a criminal record right. but you could be president be the president though get the so it's like go big or go home you know what i'm, I'm about to rob, i'm gonna rob you all right so don't look at everybody <laughs> and then run for president oh homie <laughs> and you'll win I you'll will. rob the votes and me at the same time Exactly. I'm going to, uh, because someone always tells me, because, you know, I, I don't talk politics. I don't give a shit. Everybody yeah. do what you got to do. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. You know? uh, same. same. I, I just believe love will win. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. And there's more of us than there are of them. Yeah. And mm. I think it's a good thing that he is doing it again because it's keeping us on our toes. Right. Because we get too complacent and comfortable and we let shit slide. Yeah. And all of a sudden, look what happened. Right. So, right. cut to... And my friends and I are like, oh, you should run for mayor of New York. And I'm like, you don't want my ass as mayor. Did, did they really ask you to? Mm -hmm. Wow. Did you, now, did you consider it, though? Yes. You did. Oh. And then I, I considered it, and I went, yeah, they don't want me. Yeah. I will kick out all these dumbass motherfuckers. Uh, you got to be cool. <laughs> you know, a good person. You got to not give a fuck right. about what other people are doing. Mind your fucking business. Let's fucking do this. Let's rock it out. Well, Let's empower each other. If you're going to be a dick or crazy or hurt people, you got to go. Yeah. I will I will ship them to Texas. <laughs> 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 yeah, they don't want me because I'll me. start cussing people out. I will. But you know, people would love, people would rally behind that. Because when you think about it, not to, I mean, we, we, it's so funny we're getting into this convo, but just let it flow, I guess. Whatever. Uh, but, but that's why Trump, people rally behind him. Not calling you a Trump, but saying like, that's his mentality. No, it, I don't give reason, a damn. Yeah, but the, they ran behind him because they said, 
They just, they didn't care what he stood for. Right. It's just that he was anti-establishment. Right. That's all they care about. They're and, all and fake anarchists. Yeah. Fake. Yeah, fake they and are phony. Fake. They are fake. You know, between them and the woke, I, I want to kill myself. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Like, you get triggered over a word or you go back to your country, speak English. Get the fuck. Both y'all need to go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> We're all family. We all shit brown and bleed red. And Don't at the end that. of the day, Don't we leave that. in a box. Yes. And Jesus was black, so. And that is, come on now. Everybody knows Jesus was the fourth, uh, what's it, Migo. We all know that. The fourth, the fifth Beatle. The, oh, the Beatle and the Migo. That would be a good collaboration right there. The Beatle Migos? The Beatle Migos. <laughs> the Beagles. I want somebody to please mix those together. That would actually be hard. <laughs> Listening to a Beatle mix with the with the Migos would be hilarious. It's been a hard motherfucking day's night, bitch. <laughs> yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah. But uh, So back to comedy, enough of the bullshit. And because uh, I don't want to alienate anybody on this show. No, no, listen. I don't want anybody to think like you know. I don't care. You know if that that's what is that if that works for you, then yeah, yeah. you just be all the trash you can be. Or give a fuck. Be it doesn't affect me to the fullest. Yeah, to the fullest. Live as, your life. And as, don't long as, as long as as long as how you're living is is not affecting anybody negative. I say yep. live what you don't hurt, if you don't hurt yourself yeah. or others. Yeah, as long as, yeah. You know, live let your to the flag fly. Yeah, and yeah. if, if you're not if you're that's why sometimes people. I, I feel like today's times we're in, especially with social media, people have too many opinions on how other people are living when it has nothing to do with them. Yeah, they're all experts. You ever notice that? Yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. If you look up the word Facebook in the dictionary, yeah. it says instant expert. Okay, yeah. You know, they went to YouTube University. Those are my favorites. Oh, no, YouTube. I saw it on YouTube. Well, bitch, I saw it. Really? Yeah, people have their masters on YouTube yeah. right now. And see, we used to joke back in the day when I worked at a gym as a trainer. Right. And you'd see these idiots doing stupid ass shit. We used to say, oh, did you get certified on YouTube? Like, that was a joke. Yeah. Now but, it's like, oh, they really did. <laughs> right. Ugh. Right. No wonder why everybody's getting killed and hurt and stupid. Yeah. I can't. Like, yeah. it's just like, you know, just don't worry. Don't worry what I'm doing. Does it mm -hmm. affect you? I. This is my motto. Right. And this is how I live my life. Okay. Does it pay my, if it doesn't pay my bills, if it doesn't put food on my table, yeah. if it doesn't put clothes on my back and it doesn't eat my pussy, it got no power okay. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Right? Makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. and for guys, you could say you're dick. I'm yeah, yes. Yeah, or unless you identify, then you're, you're stick pussy. Yeah, what, whatever. 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 It, if honey. it doesn't get me off. Yeah. Then it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. If I'm it doesn't husband. make you nut, who cares? <laughs> if it doesn't make me nut, I won't go nuts. Yeah. That's how it goes. If it doesn't make me nut, then I will work on my hoe strut. <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> my hoe strut. The hoe strut. That's just a catwalk. That's all it is. <laughs> exactly. The Cat Williams walk. <laughs> let me tell you something, motherfucker. <laughs> no, uh, Cat Williams, man. Uh, so I, let me ask you, you watched okay. the interview? Uh, hello. Yo, the interview. Cat's one of my favorite people. I love Cat Williams. I love him, man. I knew when he started rubbing his legs. That's when you know a motherfucker's channel in shape. Because right. I do the same thing. And he started rubbing his legs. I'm like, oh, he's channeling. Do you, he's channeling. Do you remember being in high school? I, I remember when high school fights would break out and stuff like that. You could tell the body language of people who were going to yeah. fight. He came up there ready yeah. to verbally yeah, fight. He, he, see, he did. He's ready. See, Cat Williams did. Shane, like Sharp. I always say. Yeah, Shannon Sharp needs to suck Cat. Yeah. How, how you doing today, Cat? <laughs> Cat Williams says, Earthquake can't read. <laughs> Not lying. <laughs> Yo! Oh, no! Just kidding. probably somewhere was really like, D -d 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 damn, cat, why'd you cry? No, just girl blanks on Comedy Hype right now. Man, fuck Cat Williams. <laughs> Him and Corey Holcomb can go jerk off on themselves. <laughs> they're both, both hilarious. They're both. And I love them both. Yeah, I was about to say, both hilarious comedians. But it, it, I think everybody's fantastic, and everybody's a lid for everybody's you know? fantastic. And the fact that no, uh, not, <laughs> not everybody. But everybody, everything. Listen, this is the world. Everything can be good. Yeah, it's, 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 and also comedy is also you know subjective. Right, so, right. But for but for cat, cat broke the internet. Cat ruined it for everybody else to out people. Right. Because it's done. You can't, now I see people trying to pull stunt. Yeah, I see it. And it's stuff like that. Mark Norman. And you know. Uh, but, that's, <laughs> but it's, but you know, it's But corny. it's not gonna work it's anymore. Corny. Because we all see right through it. Yeah, it's corny. And it's like, you get, just just do, if you're funny, just be funny. Nobody right. cares, right. be funny. Right. They're gonna talk about you. Cat had nothing to promote. Right. 
all cat does no, well, spell out or, for. I was about to say, well, he had he doesn't, he, he, but he, he doesn't have need to. Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp needed him. Oh, for sure. Okay. I agree. Cat Williams put Shannon Sharp on the map as a podcaster. I agree. Because Shannon Sharp, yo, skip. Listen to Skip. <laughs> you know, yelling at Skip Bayless. <laughs> Listen, Skip. Listen, Skip. The Dallas Cowboys suck. I hate the Ravens because they cut me, so fuck Lamar Jackson. Skip. <laughs> you know? Yeah. First of all, you're a grown ass man. Don't be going, Skip. <laughs> Skip is one syllable, not 18, dude. Skip. <laughs> I love uh, you like this song? No. Skip. Skip this song. Oh, uh, shut up. But. You know, he put him on the map. Now he's got millions of followers. Good for him. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what? Who? He was, he, was, was, he was doing pretty well, though. He was doing good, but but it this, did catapult. I mean, I had a guest no on here a couple it weeks ago. But yeah, he'll be here all week. All week. <laughs> so uh, I had a couple weeks ago a friend of mine. She's in Springfield, Mass. We did a virtual. Uh, podcast you know i had her virtually on the show jess miller okay and when i told her so we're going to talk about Chappelle's special the dreamer and right. pat williams interview mm-hmm. on uh club shay shay and she's like i never heard it like she goes i, I go you know shannon sharp and she goes shannon sharp mm. you know she's a 50 year old lesbian okay you know okay. mountain lesbian yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so she ain't yeah. she she goes shannon sharp the football player and and I said, yeah. She goes, he's got a podcast? I said, oh, girl, you're way behind. Yeah. But she never watched Cat Williams either. What? So and I turned her on. She's never turned. No, and now she's obsessed with him. She goes, wow. thank you for opening my eyes. Wow. I, lo- I go, I know, he's a, he's phenomenal. He's, he's electric. Yeah. He, yeah. he commands a room. Yeah. He's He picked up where Chris Tucker thought he was going to go. Right. His voice right. and cadence, right. his personality. Right. But Chris didn't pay it off. He hit movies big, which was great. Right. You know, and I love Chris Tucker. I, th- I think Chris, I think what happened with Chris was uh, he just took the, what was, I guess, the godly Christian route. Because yeah. he felt like he didn't want to be the poster of a lot of bad things. He didn't oh, want he, to be the guy that smoked weed. And right, moved, right. He tried he, to clean it up. Hood, right. And it's, and God bless him doing yeah, him, yeah, him yeah, around, yeah, but yeah. it you broke. It does. I'm sorry. It did. People don't like, pe- people are scumbags. They right. don't want nice. Yeah. They don't want happy. They don't want positive. They like angry, bitter. And plus with black people. The the only clean people, hmm. like clean, clean, squeaky clean images who make money are the pastors. Everybody else. Because they're scamming everybody. Right. They're the they're dirtiest <laughs> motherfuckers. Are you, T.D. Jakes in the Diddy parties. No. Oh, God. Donna <laughs> Jakes is taking all them damn bitches. <laughs> T.D. Jakes. What all fuck? All those guys are scumbags. Yeah, Anybody yeah. with power and has that kind of power and influence over communities is a scumbag nine times out of ten mm. you know because it goes to their head mm. when you're being yes all the time constantly people are kissing your ass telling you what you want to hear you start to like enjoy the smell of your own farts yeah, yeah. if you're not a strong enough that person dangerous. in your skin mm-hmm. if you don't know who the fuck you are already mm-hmm. it's gonna destroy you that's why you see all these guys crash because it eats them alive they don't know what's real and what's fake mm-hmm. like who they don't trust people they get paranoid for like sure. because sure. are you being friends with me because you think i'm gonna do something for yeah. you? and it's like it makes sense that makes you sense know? and it and it's and it's sad because you watch good people get destroyed and but it's just they didn't have a good sense of self and they surrounded and themselves with people that they thought that was it right there ding 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 you got to surround yourself with people yeah. that's that to me and, and, is the most important part yeah. of your team yeah because, because you got to know who you are first right, because right. if you really know who the fuck you are yeah you're not going to surround yourself with bullshit yeah it's it's gonna you're gonna weed it out right away and then you're going to be protected right but if you don't have a good sense of self and you start buying into the bullshit that right. people are slinging and kissing your ass because yeah. they want to use you because they know they can make money off of you right they're going to eat you alive because they don't care about you they care about how much money they can make and when they use that up they throw it away and find the next guy 100 percent. so it's 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 a brutal industry and so i know i I know i didn't play the game and i still don't and that's why i get ostracized and mooney always warned me back in the day opening for paul mooney man the great paul i got off stage one night at caroline's and i've mentioned this before in the podcast and he used to stand in the back of the room every night and watch me every night like a proud papa right and he uh, got off stage and just ripped the place apart and I get off stage and I look at him for approval. Like, was that okay? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Of I look of up course. to him. That's your mentor. Yeah, yeah. The greatest. And right. he looked at me. He goes, honey, they're going to want to lynch you. <laughs> I said, ah. And he goes, honey, you have a freedom on that stage that they don't have. And they're going to kill you for it. And wow. he was right. Wow. Wow. God because bless. white women 
aren't supposed to talk like this. Right, right. And I mentioned this last week. And so that's why I've always gravitated towards because with the black community, you don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, we don't care. You just, you're like, oh, this bitch is crazy. She's right. funny. Right. And then you accept me automatically. Right. When it comes to like my community, they, they're they like this, like you're different and they'll cross their well, arms. It's gotta, it's gotta be okay yeah. first. Yeah. Like, and that's what I've noticed. Because they gotta get permission right. to like something different. So, so it's funny for me, that. yeah, for me, I have to ease myself into the white communities. Okay. Ease my personality. For black people, I just walk in like a nut job and they, like just be myself. Oh, they're like, we crazy. love her. And like, oh, this bitch is crazy. Who this? Who this? Be cool as cool as hell. She coming to the cookout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 facts. So it's, but that's just my reality. And now I said, if I was fat or if I was black, they wouldn't, they would not even feel a threat from me at all. Right, right, right. So it's just, you know, I was raised under Paul Mooney. I was, I was, you know, born, I was birthed by Mitzi Shore. Yeah. So at right. the comedy store. So I was taught by two strong individuals yes. to be a powerful female. Right, right. And so, and that really, you know, when I left, when Paul Mooney and I split ways, when he started getting really sick and all the vultures around him right. pushed me out and, right. and they really, banned me from him and it wow. really it was a very like that yeah it, it that. broke like i never felt a broken heart before and did that because it's like my dad right you know you just took my family away yeah you're a greedy son of a bitch absolutely so absolutely. um i saw the when i saw I, paul mooney right before he passed at um the, they had the lol awards uh-huh yes i remember and uh this is so funny i don't know wh who was with him but he looked very miserable right mm -hmm. i remember they said my my wife was with me so we, I took it to the, we went there or whatever, and um, he was at the table, like, right across, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, looking like Paul Mooney. That's Paul. I was telling my wife, like, that's Paul Mooney. She was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you married her. Right, right. And it's Paul Mooney. I know, right. And you're it's true. And he was like, I'll never forget. He was like this. Just looked like, you know, Adam. Yeah. And, the com you know, as comedians, mm -hmm. we always love to make people smile. Mm -hmm. That's just in us. Yeah. And I looked at him, and I just started doing, like, this funny thing. And he started laughing, right? Aww. He did. That was like, like, and to me, it, it was like, because he looked out of it, right? Just like, being honest. He looked he was, out of it. He looked, he, was. he looked miserable and out of it, right? But for like, it felt like, for like maybe that 30 seconds, whatever, he smiled, felt mm -hmm. like he came back for a little. Yeah. And and he just smiled or whatever, and then he like did this or whatever, and he went that way, and I was like, yeah, I made Paul, Paul Smooney. <laughs> Paul Mooney smile. I'm a lady. Shannon Sharp now, Paul Smooney. Paul Smooney. Paul Skip, yo Skip, you don't know about Blue Paul Skip. what I said about Paul Smooney. Yeah, remember what the, this is going to be so shady and catty. Do you remember who, the, what the lady looked like he was sitting with? I don't. I, don't. Okay. I just remember how he looked. I, yeah. You know. Because they're all nondescript. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Paul, he looked, he looked yeah. out of it a little. And they were, you know, he looked, they were, they were like kind of. Helping him. Uh, helping him, gesturing him and stuff yeah. like it, that. And he, he went up, he gave a speech too, though. So he was like in and out of it at that time. He was a little in and out of it because mm -hmm. he gave a speech and he was saying on how with comedy, he was just saying like basically be bold. And then he kind of went out of it a little bit. He said something else and I forgot the whole speech, but the meaning to so the did speech he. was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the meaning was like, yeah, do your, do your stuff. Man. He would always go home. Do you. Yeah. He do told me when I started, he goes, honey, I don't, you know, the only way you're gonna find it is getting on that stage right. every night. Right, right. And there's no class. There's nobody can tell now, you how to be you. What, what, what would you, what would you consider? Two things, if you can. What's the two best pieces of advice Paul Mooney gave you? Be myself. Be fearless. And don't take shit from anybody. Don't, don't let other people dictate how I am on stage. I love that. I love that. Because people used to. Mm. You should wear a dress on stage, Christy. That would soften it. You know, you maybe you shouldn't curse so much. Maybe maybe you shouldn't talk about those things. Maybe you should talk about like a relationship or right, right. so I wrote a bit about it. Mm -hmm. And it might it was a broadzilla bit. Right. This is like twenty years ago. Lights out. This Lights is what out. happens when you don't pay the See, bill. This is Christy the ghost. Did not 
Pay the bill. Damn, I got to hug in the next door. <laughs> I've been here before. I'll let you know that right now. My mother, one time we was just talking and it happened just like that. And uh, all right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with some light in this bitch. That's Paul Mooney burnt it out by the way. Yeah, yeah, he said stop talking about me. And we are back. <laughs> Lights, bill's been paid. Pay my telephone bill. Pay my light ring bill. light bill. <laughs> then maybe we could chill. I don't think you. All right. <laughs> okay, he on say. Ah, he on say. That's hilarious. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I just just don't let people dictate who you are. Yeah. Because no one can tell you how to be you, and that Lord. he would tell me no one can tell you how to be you. Right. You know, either you got it or you don't, and you'll find the funny up there on that stage. And then he would tell me one night, you know, in my beginning years, uh, homie. It doesn't matter if there's one person or a thousand people. Do your show, homie. Mm. Mm. And he's right. Mm. And it don't matter. Like, right. late nights at the comedy store would be really like, these poor people have been beaten up for six hours or right. five hours or whatever it was. And you're the last one on in the Kinnison spot and everybody's blowing the time. And right. you're supposed to go on at 12, but it's really like 1.15 in the morning. And, yeah. and there's that uh, two people in the front row. You'd best believe I gave these motherfuckers a show. Yeah. You yeah. know, and yeah. he always told me, doesn't matter. And that's, I think, too, because I was raised like that, even cut to back to the referring back to the pandemic. Right. It didn't matter because I was raised that way. Right. Doesn't matter where it do your shit. Right. Give them a show. And. Yeah. That's why I headlined so many shows because I was just giving them like a, I did a podcast with my buddies Jim Madrinos and John G. And Jim Madrinos has been in the game 40 years and he came up under Kinnison. Mm -hmm. And this guy's a monster storyteller. He was a big writer in L.A. in the 90s and early 2000s and all this stuff on a lot of TV shows. And uh, he had a, he had me on the show once and he said, I just have to ask you. How the hell do you maintain that same energy on Zoom as you do on that stage? I know, because that's how I was raised. Do yeah. your fucking show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It don't matter. Yeah, go hard. You, if you're if you're a real performer, you'll do it. Mm -hmm. And the ones that cowered behind it, then they're, they, I question them. Right, right. Like, oh, you're spoiled rotten. Like my favorite. I know you see this because, you know, the clubs we play. Yeah. There's always like there be nights where there be two or three people in the audience, yeah. maybe five tops. Right, right. And they're not sitting by each other. They're scattered. And the empty chair, I call it empty chair syndrome. Yeah. Comics get empty chair syndrome and they start downplaying the room. Oh, I could have done this from the right. living room. Right. I could have emailed my set in, you know, or whatever their fucking joke is. Right. And one night. Hey, but you know what I've learned? Um, some comedians, that's their way of addressing the elephant in the room. And they try to like to the audience. They try to, uh, I guess, let them know, like, look, I, I see you. I know what. No, that's not. That's not how it comes. Not out. Not, so it's no. a rookie mistake. Yeah, I know. It's no. a total rookie no, move because you just, play, to the, do just play to the tables that are there. Yeah. I, so one night I was at a club, and there was literally four people. It was a group of four that came in, and they were towards the back, like the second row from the back row. Right. And the comics were just shitting on the room, shitting on the show. And you know, for an audience member, they don't want to sit here and listen to your negativity and right. how bad this club is. Especially how bad the show. Yeah, it's bad. They, they pay, pay twenty bucks a head. Yeah, yeah. Every drink minimum. Right. And you're telling them this is a shitty night. You're like, yo, you wasted your money. Yeah. Now they feel <laughs> stupid. Or oh no. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So I went on. I was closing the show, and I went up and I cussed all the fucking comics out. You know, I read that for filth. Right. I destroy that. The, the table screaming, laughing. The staff is laughing. Right. And I did 20 minutes for these people, like yeah. hardcore, and mm. gave them a fucking show. As and, you should, though. And they were so grateful. And mm. and like, it's like, stop playing to the empty tables. Right. It's, they're empty. Your name obviously wasn't, and I said this, I go, well, you think you're such a badass comedian. How come your name on the marquee didn't draw shit? Right. You couldn't even draw a bath, let alone a crowd, bitch. So shut the fuck up. Don't play. You know, you ain't shit. Is your name Kevin Hart? Is your name Chris Rock? Is your name Dave Chappelle? Yeah. No. Then Is your name Sharif Johnson? No. Okay. Now maybe it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so you play to the tables that love you. Right. I, I played the two people and just gave them a show. I just focused on that. I used to watch Mooney late nights at the comedy store when I was starting out. And there'd be one or two people left. And he would just sit there and just w look at them and have conver 
and his act was like a conversation. Right. And it's like making it personal, but he's telling, he's doing all his acts. But he's doing his jokes. He's doing his jokes and giving them a show and they're yeah. loving it. And it's so great. And those, like those shows build you for that. Yes. yes and it, it builds character. It does it's hair build on character. your chest. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it really gets you ready, gets you, you know, strapped and ready to go hit the mm -hmm. fucking world. Mm -hmm. So if you can handle an empty room, you can handle a full fucking I, I agree a thousand percent. And the thing is, a lot of these people, when I watch them cave in an empty room, I'm like, you're not ready. Right. You're, you're not built for this. Yeah. Yeah. So go figure it out and then come back because you ain't shit. What, what are the don't best? shit on the venue. Right. Don't shit on the people that paid to come in. Mm -hmm. And don't shit on the other comics that, that didn't also draw. Because you're yeah. all in the same boat. You're right. all bitches. One of, one of the best pieces of advice I got in comedy hmm. was from a comedian. He said, uh, you know, get comfortable with the silence. Yes. It makes you better. And I remember when he first said that, I was like, be comfortable with that. Yeah. Ain't we here? For, this is when I first started. I was right. probably like <laughs> three days in. Right. And I'm like, you want me to not make people laugh? <laughs> no, 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 no. But no. I understand it. it then. It's about pacing. Right, right. It's about being, being comfortable. In, yeah. If you're being comfortable, comfortable. on stage, mm -hmm. you know, and that was one thing like, you know, before the pandemic, I started opening for Dice again because I re right. reconnected. So in bigger Shop. venues. Nice. <laughs> If you guys don't know, he just jerked the air off and then splattered it like Spider-Man on the table. That was CeeLo. The hood knows what that was. Four, five, six. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Your mama knows? The mama knows. She knows. <laughs> so, um, you know, when you're doing bigger theaters, because the sound of, you know, the the speed of sound. Right. Like in clubs, it's a lot faster paced because the acoustic is a smaller room and it bounces back. The laughs bounce back faster yes. because yes. the sound doesn't have as far to travel. Mm -hmm. So then you go to theaters and you got to pause. You got to pace. You can't race through because the, the joke is going out and then it's coming back in on a wave. Like a wave. Like, tiny, like the ocean. Like people, if you don't know how to pace yourself, go to the ocean, go to the beach. And then do a joke as the wave goes out and then wait for the wave to come back. And then once the wave starts to go out again, do another joke. And that'll help pace you. That's the way I describe it. Right. So. That's awesome. Yeah. So I've never, by the way, I've never, I haven't done, well, only like a small, I did one. Yeah. Small theater. But I've done one. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It's the bigger the venue, the slower you have to yeah, pace absolutely yourself. Absolutely right. Yes. So um, then when the pandemic hit and the park shows. You really had to wait. Right. Because you right. couldn't hear it because there was no walls to bounce. It off. was so weird doing the outside shows because you would be doing jokes and and you'd see people laughing. But you couldn't hear it. You just couldn't hear it. Yeah. And then I, I remember the first show I did in the pandemic. I got off the show and I like I felt like I bombed. Yeah. Right. I was like, damn, man. Like I got off, but people were coming up to me like, oh, you're so funny. And yeah. it was like, that was weird. And everybody got off stage and said the same thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, they. You know, they yeah. hear me, I just don't hear them. Yeah, and they're way in the back on blankets because they're separating yeah. and there's... Oh, see, I told you, you move around too goddamn much. I've been paused. Pause. Uh, it's stupid lavalier. I'm going to put it up here on the hood. Put it up there. In the hood. On the hood. <laughs> on the Yo, hood. Yo, that's put right. on the hood. That's right. On that's how hood. I roll, bitch. Yo, that's how <laughs> I roll. And when I put it on the hood, you know it's good. You know that's the only hood you've ever been in? Which one? The sweatshirt. I've lived in multiple hoods. <laughs> Rich hoods, poor hoods. Right? The day hood. But um, but yeah, so the pacing of that was crazy, but I was so grateful to be like, you know, back in theaters again and getting my feet wet again after just playing small clubs all right, the time. Right, right. So it actually prepared me for the pandemic because I got to relax. Yeah. And on Zoom, you got to pace because of the delay. Yes. So it really helped me pace. And I tried to, and I would tell comics, just let the laughs come back. Let, don't, don't panic in the silence. Yeah. Just yeah. let it happen. Yeah. Let it sink. Sometimes things are a slow burn. But that's that that comes with knowing you're funny. Because when you know you're funny, you're not looking for validation. Yeah, yeah that's also seasoned. You know? Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. You but, know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like ten thousand hours makes you an expert. Yeah. You know, I'm pushing. I'm twenty eight years in, so I'm pushing thirty thousand hours. Yeah. So it's like three times. Right. So <laughs> three times. Three mom. times, man. <laughs> I circle back three <laughs> times. So. Uh, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but it's but it's true. But um, but I've watched you grow these last few years, and it's just really fun to watch. You really, it's really fun to see. You know, it 
like seeing young jacks i have a lot of young you know when i say young jacks or new jacks yeah. it's not about age it's about comedy age yes. so like you know when i see new jacks that really like they've got it yeah. i like to celebrate it yeah, thank you. because there's so many shit bags because of the pandemic everybody went on zoom and decided i'm a comic you're a cunt i'm sorry <laughs> fuck you and everyone that looks like you fuck your computer fuck your ipad fuck your ring light and fuck the you lipstick you put on and you know, fight. Fuck, fuck your charger fuck everything fuck the, the, the iphone fuck your contact bill <laughs> fuck cbs where you bought your cheap ass lipstick bitch <laughs> fuck your fake eyelashes that's dude. right fuck all that shit yeah. fuck the soap you use to wash your ass yeah no fuck you <laughs> <laughs> everything you stand for right bitch fuck your chair Fuck your floor. <laughs> Fuck the mama's mama. Fuck it. Right? Great grandmothers is good. Fuck it. your family tree. <laughs> Hope it's in a forest fire. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck your pets too. Right. And no, like, I love the pets. We no, no, love fuck the pets. them. They, if they belong to you, when they leave the house, we love them. But when they in the house with you, no. If they get to come over, I steal them. <laughs> Are you so you're a pet lover? Oh yeah. What do you have pets? Not right now. Okay, so you're a former pet lover. No, I'm a pet lover. I just oh, love, I love everybody else's pets. I love. I like the auntie. Yeah. I'm total auntie. <laughs> I have a sweatshirt that says, "I must pet all the dogs." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I use social media for the dogs. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, yeah. you know, animal videos and people falling down are my favorite thing. Yeah, me to too. Watch. My, so my first video viral was uh, of my dog. I have a pit bull. I Blue know. Boy. I love your I baby. Love I love her. her. I'm obsessed with this pit bull. I'm Yo, her. I love this dog. Her name's Misty Blue Johnson. She was a Johnson before my wife. Turned that's my whole world. <laughs> Misty Blue. You didn't that, think I'd store it for what what <laughs> not but i'm, I'm not an old ass sister i'm not surprised i'm not if it was somebody else i would have said yeah yeah I'd be like hey i'm out of this bitch yeah but she it has more black music than black people no no you do <laughs> i can promise that i can name a few of them you don't know any you know you see them you see them. we see these comedians you know teddy smith yeah he's my yeah. best friend we talk for hours on the phone and Hilarious. Like, he'll like throw a song out and I'll start singing it. He goes, I knew your black ass would know this. <laughs> and we're laughing. So one time he threw a song out. I'm like, I don't know that. And he went, ha Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you're good. When black people are trying to trick you about black music. Uh -oh. oh, yeah. Because we do that with each other. That's how you yeah. know you're in. Because we do that with each other. Whenever we do that with movies and music, we're, yep. we're like, where's that from? We try to catch each other yep. off. Yeah. Like, oh, so somebody's oh, trying it. to pull your black car. Yeah. Yeah. You're, oh, yeah. You're, you're in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're in. So funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't try it. Yeah. But my dog, man, that was my that's the first video, Misty Blue, man. Uh it's a video. It was just and it was simple too. She just was licking me, like she kept licking me nonstop, showing me love. And I was like, This is how you tell your dog like to stop. So I went boom and her face freaked out because she never <laughs> She never heard me bark at her. She said and then she just like her eyes did like that and she like off slow video did like two million views and that was the first one that went viral for me and over the door yeah that's my dog i love i love it i had i put Got one during video the pandemic yeah too, so we spent yeah. a lot of time, a lot of time together a lot of time together i had one video go viral on instagram just a couple months ago and somebody reported it and took it down what and it there's got, a lot of haters right before there. it hit eighty thousand views in like 20 minutes like, like my phone was blown I'm like i didn't even think about yeah, it yeah, Wish yeah. don't go viral because right, right. i put out content right right i don't right. you know and i'm yeah. not i'm 53 like i have time to make videos i got, I got, <laughs> I got shit to do yeah yeah <laughs> it's bad you know and i got a life yeah hello and uh and it was blown and then it got reported and taken down and i was so mad wow. And it was uh, my friend Anthony, Miss Miss Anthony girl, um, was at the 53rd and 7th Avenue train stop, okay. BDE. Yeah. And he's going to work. He he lives in our neighborhood in Hell's Kitchen with me, and okay. he he works out in Queens. And he's at the the train stop, and he's like, oh my god! And he pans up, and it's a guy on his phone in the in the little you know the poles there have those little things that stick up yeah. and kind of hide. Yeah. He had gray sweatpants on, and homie was jerking himself out watching porn on his phone. What? So it, nothing <laughs> no, was showing. It was all under the sweats. Right, right. My but brother had in. the phone, and he but was going, going in. And he's yanking, and he's cranking. And Anthony <laughs> sent it to me, and I'm like, bitch, I'm posting this. This is too good. This is the epitome of New York. And it is. It went it viral. Is. 
now, on Instagram and got fucking reported like a half hour. Let me ask you. Now, what's funny to me, the background. How many people were watching and how many people were just like, oh, it's a normal day in New York? That's what I said. I goes, okay. And I go, Anthony, where's the scary part? No, no. Nobody cared probably. There, there's probably somebody who walked by like, mm, good video. <laughs> I just walked by him and go, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I jerked off to that. Yeah, even the rats will leave you alone. They're like, you know what, go ahead. The rats are like, listen, I'm trying to find a Lucy, bitch. I ain't trying to fucking watch you jerk it. You got, go ahead, you got, bro. A, you got some food? Yeah, and drop something down here. You got a slice of pumpkin? What the hell? Yeah, yeah. You go ahead, do your thing, help. Throw that cheese pie down here and let you have your free hand. Yeah. <laughs> going ham on a train is crazy, though. Yeah. Crazy. Go, crazy. He was going ham on that dick. <laughs> I bet he was. Yeah, he, I, yeah he because was hamming out, baby. He's wild, wow, right? Wow, that's New York today. Yeah, that, that's, and that's what I love about this city. Yeah, is how you know, I always tell people, don't pay money to go to Broadway. Right. Just ride the train or walk around. Yeah, there's plenty of nut jobs out there. I remember during the pandemic, because I live in Hell's Kitchen, so right. I'm walking towards Ninth, and there's this homeless dude by the corner where the Keels is. Right, and he pulls his dick out, and he's looking at it. And he's pointing, he's like, you mother, and he's cussing at his dick. Yeah, well, that's funny. And then he turns around and he pees. So he must have been yelling, you better pee or we're out of here. He sounded like me when after I, after I had my son in high school. I was just cursing my dick out. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? You should have got out of there, dog. What the fuck is wrong with you? You should have pulled out. You should have pulled out. You can't man. stay into the end. That. Why no. people stay to the end? Why no. people run first, then you ask questions? No. no. <laughs> Black people go out first in the scary movies. Get yep. out of there. Or they run and then they figure out why are we running? Oh, there was something bad. Oh, okay. Oh no, yeah, we don't look out. If we see, I'm telling you right now. If I, I, this is how black people. If I see animals run, I run. If I see them, I'm like, where they, where they going? Yeah. I remember we went to the beach this summer and uh, my wife, we was there and she was like, come on, get in the water. I didn't get in the water because all the birds, they were sitting on like the uh, yeah. on the sand. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if the birds aren't getting in the water, neither am I. That's the type of sense I have as a black guy, where it's like, if if they if the birds are, this is what they do. They sit in water. They're on break. No, hell no. They were on break. Hell no. They're like, bitch, we got 20 minutes left on our break, and we got a clock back. Really? No, die like, nigga, don't do it. There is a shark out. There's a white shark, great white. I'm not getting in. It's a no. great white. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great white home. It's, they don't call them great black sharks home. There's oh, great whites on land, too. Like everything <laughs> we used to do back in the day at the comedy store, we used to do everything as Mooney, mm -hmm. a, a great white, there's nothing great about white, homie. They should call it the great big black shark. Oh, 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 oh killing white folks. <laughs> you know, it's just everything yeah. was a Mooney bit, but yeah. um, I love you to death. No, I'm so too. happy you were here. Thank and, you for having me, too. And uh, I always wrap up the show. Tag, that was fast. I know. How much time was it? How much time did we? We're, we're behind. We're at 43 minutes. Well, we, we usually wrap up around 40 and then do the closing arguments. That's <laughs> We had a good time. Man. Oh, always. That means we have, that means it's fun. And that's, how I that's what I love about this show. It's just talking shop and telling stories. But um, these are my two questions I like to ask people yes. because they're, it's silly and, and fun and it's hilarious yeah so my first question is is there a bit a comic has done that made you go damn i wish i had written that that's brilliant so yeah there's one uh the dave Chappelle bit he did about bill cosby i thought that was brilliant <laughs> when he said like, the, he told the whole like history of everything and then he goes during that whole course of time Bill Cosby raped. Da da da. Wait. I thought I loved that bit. I'm sorry. I loved it. I was like, yo, he's a goat. Yeah, he's a goat for that. That shit it was. It was good. It was a good bit. It really was. That that was probably the one bit I went. Wow, he went there, and that was brilliant how he pulled it all together. You know, like yep. it's like a, a Houdini trick with with comedy. Uh, I he, thought that was brilliant. He's really great about callbacks and sneaking him in, not just generically doing a callback, right. but all of a sudden, without you even knowing it, he'll just slide it in yeah. and just destroy. He's right. a master. Yeah, he is. He He's is. a master. He's a master, yes. Uh, fuck you, Corey Holcomb, for saying he bombs every time he goes on stage. Corey, I love you. Corey, let me tell you, Corey Holcomb is is brilliant too. Dude, he's he's, he's amazing and he's so funny and I, I love watching him. He's brilliant. Um, I just think that sometimes he gets angry because he's like because he hasn't crossed over. Does the world know how? But yet they do. The thing is though, the world does know how brilliant he is. He just doesn't have the the machine 
that other guys have. Man. Well, he hasn't. Well, he hasn't crossed but over. Brilliant. It's like dude, everybody knows. My thing is, you own the quote-unquote chitlin circuit. Right. You make a lot of money. Yes, you make a you fancy does. fucking living, dude. You're funny. You get paid to do what you love in theaters. Right. Be proud. Right. Like I meet cruise ship comics, like friends of mine that do cruise ships, and they get mad because they don't get. $50 spots. Right. And I'm like, who cares? There's 800 of us fighting for 50 bucks. You're getting 2,500 for two days of work. But the thing about the cruise ship comedians, it's a great gig. It pays. I've done it. It's horrible. Yeah, it's a, it's a great, like, financially, though. Yeah, you can stay but stable, the, but you stay stuck on sea. Yeah, but the so thing you is, missed but a lot. You do you miss, you miss the land life, but at the same time, you're getting paid to do what you love. Now, that, now listen, I. Be agree. careful what you wish for. I agree. You just might get it. That part. That's a yep. bar. That's a bar. That's right. So you wish to get paid a lot of money to do what you love? Well, there you go. You should have been more specific. Yeah. And yeah. on that note, as a comic, as I'm an old head, so we love stupid street jokes. Yeah. We like to crack each other up. And Mooney used to close his shows with street jokes, and yeah. he would Mooney-ize them. And right. that's when you knew he was wrapping up. Right. So what is your go-to street joke? So, you know, it's funny. I, I didn't read that. Dang. I don't have a go-to street joke. I'll tell you this, man. I'll tell you what I found funny. Okay. And I don't know if it's a street joke, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, this guy, Charleston, you ever heard of Charleston White? Oh, we love Charleston White. Charleston White, he's a, he's a hot mess. Hey, yo, Charleston him. White is always there for him. I'm, I'm there for like, him. I'm telling y'all motherfuckers. Da, da, da. I love, yo, I, he made me laugh, man. It's he's, the character. Now, not a great comedian, right? No, no he's great a great comedian, but he's a great character. He's, yeah. One of the best podcast characters ever yeah. created. My thing is, you know what I call White. him? You know what I call Charleston White? What's that? Cat Williams off of Wish. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. He has a great, he had a great joke. Because, you know, he's he's like a, you know, he starts a lot of stuff, right? And he gets in, he always talks like he's ready to fight. And he's like this uh -huh. little, he's probably the size of this mic, right? Yep. But he's ready to fight. He's ready for war all the time with that one glass eye. And he was saying how. Um, he's black he, Sandy he Duncan. Was, but, but every time he gets into like people confrontation. Oh, yeah people he'll always like mace people he'll do like these these he'll he'll throw chairs he doesn't fight fair no and he was telling him he was like uh because there was a guy saying like cam newton when he was on the podcast with him and he was like he was like you know cam's all macho and he's like man i would beat you he's like you won't beat me he said the problem is i'm not a prize fighter i'm a surprise fighter <laughs> <laughs> and i thought that i'm sorry that that's, that's like great. that thing tickled me and I just, I just subscribed. That's probably one of my favorite street. I guess dad, that's that's because that's like a street dad joke to me. Like I'm not a right. prize fighter. I'm, I'm a surprise fighter. That's a hood street. Joke. That's a hood street. Joke. And I loved it though. No, that's great. really funny. No, and he's a great podcast. That was great. His stand up sucks, but he's fucking oh, yeah, great podcast. But as it should. I mean, you just, you know, you, he's just yeah. It takes time. Yeah, it's, it takes he time. doesn't understand, and that's fine. And yeah. you know, but but enjoy the lane you're in. Absolutely. If you're making money doing something you love. Don't poo poo it. Right. Right. Don't shit on it. Don't try to bring others down because you are not happy where your life ended up. That's yeah. where you, you know, I, I should be, I should be bitter. I always tell people, you know, I ain't got nothing. And but you know what, like though? This. You know what, though? I Like in the times, I don't know if you see it this way with mm. yourself, but in the times we're in and, and for how seasoned and great you are and even the character you are, the outside, like the person and the character, right? I think there's not a better time for you than right now. Yep. Like, like the world, I'm, I'm telling you, you, which you're doing it, you're doing it, and it takes the, the constant, like, the consistency, and the consistency is, it's hard because some days you don't see nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it's the days where you're like, this don't feel like anything. It's the days you got to show up. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, those are the days I kill, and those are the days I do really right. well. I'm like, right. oh, I'm dreading this, and I, and I always do this. That means it's gonna be a good night. Yeah. yeah. If I'm dreading it, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. You're gonna. No, I just, you're that's force. why I've you're walked through everything. You're a force. And in, in the times of today, I, you you're gonna be like the 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 go-to aunt people come to, yeah. and they're like, you know what I mean? Yeah. To hear you talk your junk. Yep. People are gonna do that. I'm, I promise you. No, I know. I'm. A, yeah. I've always been ahead of my time. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been way ahead of my. Now time. you're right on time. I don't say that. Well, I think time is right right on to time. Me. Yeah, you're right on time. Yeah, you're right on time. Because had it happened earlier, with I you, wasn't ready for it. I look back at my life and I go, I would have fucked it. You, up. you wasn't ready, but also with the because I talked to you, the mm. things you're gonna say and how it's gonna come, it comes off different. 
mm-hmm. it's gonna come off different. Yeah. Cause then it would have been more like, oh, you know, you cancel, blah, blah. To, today's time for how you're crafting everything, when it comes out, it's gonna feel like, oh, yep. I've arrived. Yep. Not I'm fighting, I'm telling you, I, I think you're right on that. Oh, I love I you. Do. I do, I love you too. <laughs> I love you to pieces. And on that note, Tell everybody where they can find you on the socials. Any Check show you need to plug. And I'm on. on. So uh, Sharif Johnson, y'all can find me on social media at R-I-E-F Comedy. That's R-I-E-F Comedy. I'm on everything at R-I-E-F Comedy. ChristianMingle.com, TikTok, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I have a special coming out and an album. I'm making it a special and an album. Good. Yeah, so y'all could check that out. Uh, I'm filming that February 9th, but we we sold out three shows already. That's amazing. So I want to say shout out, and this is the, one of the most underrated things I know because we're in the times of social media, but grassroots following is every Dude, they, are, they have your back. They have my back. They, I, love, I have the best fans. They have the best Let fans. me tell you, I, I, yo, I get... I remember when I couldn't sell a ticket, yo. And through the constant years and people, it's it's great because it's not like, it's not family, but they're family now. Mm-hmm. You know, and what I yep. mean by that, they, not to say it's not family, but I wasn't born into that family. No. You know what I mean? Your family that you choose is a family yeah. that take care of you. And sometimes they choose you, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And, and, and they've helped me sell out Caroline's twice and to for these three shows to be sold I'm doing one in Jersey uh-huh. which is the place I've been running a room at for five years right so I built a lot of that following that's from beautiful. there uh-huh. and what's what's crazy about it is a lot of those people would talk to other people mm-hmm. they tell people from New York yeah. you gotta see this guy you got so because of that base mm-hmm. I was able to sell out two shows in Jersey right and and two shows in New York you know what I mean? And we're doing it February 9th. We're going to February 8th and February 9th. Humble brag, but the tickets were sold. They sold out. Good for you. They sold out. So, but I got to thank, I got to thank the people though. Thank yeah. y'all so much, man. Cause yeah, it's just wild. I wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't have thought that. I, I thought I was going to do like one, one show. Uh-huh. Or maybe two, one and a half. I, I didn't know. I didn't know what it would be, but I'm I just happy wanted I was to, able to do it. For my album, I just did one and done. Yeah. Because my show is so crazy. Right. So I just, I left it all on the table for an hour and a half and just left it there. That's beautiful. Said if I bomb, so be it. So if I kill, so be it. So you know what I want to do too? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll drop this here for you. Mm-hmm. So I want to turn it into like a docu-series too. Good. So it's going to be an album and that part too, where it's like shows the hustle yep. of here's where it started, here where it had to build up. These are the steps it take. And people will also see the evolution of a joke yep. within the series. That's great. I so they get it. to see it grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys follow Sharif at Reef Comedy on all Be the social point. medias. And- <laughs> He's amazing. You won't regret it. Thank you. Thank you. Love you so much. Love you too. And don't forget to follow the show here at Old School, New School Comedy. And you can follow me also at Christy Miller Comedy and all the socials. And uh, so do that. Like us, follow us, and share the show. (laughs) We love you. See you next week.